Blog Talk Radio. It cannot be emphasized strongly enough the beauty, purity, and perfection of who you really are. You are not your illness, your finances, or your loneliness. There's nothing wrong in your life that you don't have the power to correct, and you are unlimited in your ability to tap into that power. Welcome. I'm Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome. It's Wednesday again. And before I go on, I just want to mention that, unfortunately, this show is going to be short today. Turns out it's, I know this might seem silly, but it's my, the dental assistant that cleans my teeth. It's her last day, and she's been with the dentist that I've been with for, I think, 15 years or more. So we become really good friends, and she's been semi-retired for a long time, and um, now apparently she's doing the full retirement, and today's her last day, and I was lucky to get an appointment with her, but I have to cut the show short in order to make it. So there probably won't be a healing today, but I think you're going to still find it fascinating. The I've got a lot to share with you, and if you want to call in, please call in. It's The number is 646 646- Six six eight eighty five sixty five again six four six 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 eight eighty five sixty five. It may take a while for for callers to kind of get used to the fact that they can call in, but you, if you work during the, you know the time the show's on, you can email me at janet at janetrichmond dot com. Now, what would you call in about? Now, remember, I mentioned last week, and I'm going to repeat it simply because I want to say it a couple times, I'm never sure who is listening and who listens to the archived shows. I don't get that information. So the the show in 2015 is going to be changing. First of all, we'll continue to do healings. There probably, most likely, will be fewer of them. Because what I'm moving the show toward is bringing you more information from the higher self, from that fifth dimensional or higher self uh, level. And there's just so much to share. I have a vast, vast body of information from Joan Culpepper, tens of thousands of pages probably as it's been transcribed on the computer. I'm also bringing in my own higher self information. So I'm adding to that base all the time. I feel like I could be on the radio for two hours a week from here until, uh, you know, dozens of years down the line and still not have used, not have uh, brought forward everything that I wanted to say. So it's going to be piecemeal. It's going to be a bit here and a bit there, whatever strikes me. And this is where the listeners, where you guys, you come in. You can email me with a question or a comment. There will be healings, as I said, and you certainly can request a healing. And I have had a request for the 21st from Robin Kim for her son, Ryan, and you probably remember that I've been working on working on both of them. Uh, Robin is the one who's, uh, Ryan, her son, is the one that is the high-functioning paranoid schizophrenic. So I've been working on him two or, two or three times, I think, over the course of a few months. And so she's put out another request. But I'm hoping some new listeners will feel comfortable to email me and make a request or even call in if you if you want to call in and I can do the because I can whatever I'm explaining I may not be if you call in I may not be able to answer that second might have to finish a thought or three to sort of come to a, a good place to pause and then I'll pick you pick up the caller and do the healing if it's a healing request or get your question so you as callers you as requesters will be very highly prioritized. If you put in a request for healing and I don't, I can't get to it right away, it doesn't mean I won't get to it. I will absolutely get to it. So the, uh, so that's all good. So anyway, so now I want to stress <coughs> that I have not unfolded a lot of this higher self information. I started with the self-help 
I started with everything to help ourselves because that's what so many people are looking for. However, the higher self indicated to me that I can begin to really open up and bring in the other information, and that's why I've moved into doing it. And it's it's not that, I think I mentioned last week, it's not that they've given me permission, it's that they've said that that I that the cautiousness that I've had, I no longer have to be so cautious. Some of the information is a bit out there. Some of the information may resonate really well or may you may think, ooh, what is that? She sounds like some sort of weirdo. Your, whatever your reaction is, your reaction. And the higher self and myself as a well-educated person from the higher self would never expect you or uh, feel that you have to believe as a matter of fact, the higher selves always ask us to stand between belief and disbelief. And this is very important, guys, with this information because it keeps expanding wherever. And I'm going to be talking about that down the line in the show today, that whatever we get today, whatever we understand today, tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, we're going to see it with a uh, more expanded perspective. It's going to look somewhat different. And this is normal. This is what happens to all of us. And so whenever we lock into a belief of today, it locks out the expansion of tomorrow. And the same with locking into a disbelief. So the higher self are always asking us not to believe or disbelieve, just stand in the center. And I'm, whether we believe or disbelieve isn't a, isn't a requirement for you to get some understanding, some help, some ideas, some food for thought some answers even and solutions that you may not have ever thought you could get even. So I just letting it, it's going to flow out of me however it comes. You guys can direct me however you want. Again, the phone number, 646-668-8565 or email me, Janet at JanetRichmond.com and let the questions flow. Let the comments flow. If you hear something and you're like weirded out uh, because it's so different from something else you'd heard or you thought was the correct, you know, ask me about it. It doesn't have to always be comments that are positive or supportive. It's just anything. I invite anything. Okay. Now, every week, it's going to be a little different. It's not going to unfold like a classroom, as I said last last week. It's going to be a bit piecemeal. This is the way we got the higher self information from Joan way back when. If they did a Wednesday group or, you know, they came in and gave us information because we had a group every Wednesday, there could be six different topics addressed in that one group. And often they seemed unrelated. <laughs> they might have had a bit of a thread to relate it, but they always said that life doesn't unfold A, B, C, D. It unfolds in different ways, and they, they, in their own way, they're preparing us to take in multiple, preparing us to multitask, guys, okay? <laughs> That's basically what they were doing. And so I feel comfortable with this sort of a bit here and a bit there approach. Hopefully, if I leave a step out of, and I don't connect two areas, my listeners are pretty smart. I think any one of you could write in and say, you know, talked about this over here and this in another week, but what's the in-between? What connects these two? And that way, you'll get the connections if I don't think of them. If I don't think, oh, I've talked about such and such and I have to talk about something else, you guys will remind me. So, please. Now, last week... I jumped right off the cliff and did a healing on the planet Earth. Never did it before on my own. I wanted to do it. And so I thought, well, the radio show is a really good place to, to try and to start. And off I went. And it turned out to kind of, it was confusing to me, but amazing to me at the same time. So I did go in and I did talk to the higher self about it. For those of you who don't know, I got three basic areas. They had some sort of connection at first, but I didn't really figure that out by the time the healing was done. I had to move on to another healing that I'd already promised. So I didn't go in and get the connection because there were three areas 
of the earth that I worked on. In the second area, which was the Indian Ocean, all of a sudden I started seeing the slave trade from 100, 200, 300, 400 years ago, whatever it was going on, however long ago it was going on, in the Indian Ocean area. And I was completely taken aback. And what is this? And I, But I just went with it. And I've learned, really learned from the higher self over the years that you have to just go for it. If I get something in, <laughs> I, I go with it. And it's for a while, years and years ago, if, if something like that would have happened, I probably just wouldn't have said anything. You know, I probably would have just withheld and not expressed what I was getting. And, but I've learned now that to go ahead and express. And I'm going to give you just one example, and this is really little, but I, it's, it's a good example because it shows that despite my reticence to express it, the fact that I did was really great. So, for example, in one of my meetups, I had a woman. She came to a meetup, and it was fairly recent, maybe three, four months ago. I didn't, you know, most a lot of people when they come to meetup, I don't know them. Sometimes I get re- repeats, but this woman, I believe, it's the first time she came. Maybe it was the second. Uh, not sure anymore but in any case I really didn't know her and just like the healings that I do on the show when people come to the meetup they would say oh I'd like to heal x y or z pattern or issue that I'm having and her issue I think was being disconnected from herself something along that line so I go in and the first thing I see is like a little girl running around it's beautiful sunny days and there's some something falling from the sky and I'm thinking Gosh, these feel like bombs to me. So I, here she is in the middle of America. We haven't been bombed in her lifetime because she was in her early 40s, so she wasn't around for the bombing in in Hawaii back in World War II. So I'm thinking I must be getting something wrong, and I'm immediately thinking, oh, gee, but you know what I'd learned. So I expressed. I said, you know, it feels like bombs. It just feels like bombs coming out of the sky, but it must be, this is what I'm thinking, and this is what I say, it must be some sort of symbol that what's difficult for you is things dropping out of the sky or coming out of left field at you. And so I continued along those lines, and the healing was amazing. It led down some very interesting things. Come to find out, guys, that she was originally from Iran and had lived through the bombing in Iran. Well, I had no idea. I had no idea. No idea at all. And she said the minute that I mentioned the bombs, she said she started to cry and never heard the rest of the healing. Now, she asked for a copy, and I sent her a copy of the the meetup thing for her to, to listen to her healing again, because I do take them and but here's what else happened so you know this is what makes it important for me to just say whatever so here's what else happened i hear from her a few days later she signs up for a private session she comes to the private session and she says after the meetup she went did some grocery shopping and she came home she's married she doesn't have kids she's married she she came home and she just was unloading the groceries and organizing whatever, the kitchen. And about 20 minutes later, her husband came in and he said, who are you? And she just looked at him and said, what are you talking about? And he said, you haven't asked me to turn down the music. And she said to her husband, I never noticed. And he, she said, she said to me, she said her whole life, ever since she can remember, she's had an ultra sensitivity to loud noise. And literally within 10 seconds of walking to the house with the loud music, she would have asked her husband to turn it down. And he's very sweet, and he does it, and he understands. But when she didn't ask, he couldn't figure it out. So she, again, was like, oh, my gosh. She figured it wouldn't last till the next day. But, in fact, she came to me for the private session a few, you know, maybe four or five days later, and it had lasted that whole time. So... Here's what I want to say, that this is why I say whatever I get, because you never know what's going to come up and how it's going to help. I mean, 
I was not there. She didn't ask me to heal her, her, you know, discomfort, extreme discomfort with loud noises, whatever the the cause or whatever they're from. She asked me to heal something else, but that came up and it healed, you know, that ended up giving her a healing in this arena that she wasn't expecting. So now the same thing with the earth. That's why when I went in and did the healing on the earth and got those slave ship things, the slave trade, I just went for it. I just absolutely went for it because... I've had so many experiences like this young, like this woman who came to my meetup. And I, therefore, I just, I'm very reticent now to hold anything in. I'm just really reticent. So I went for it. But what I did was, after the show, because I was confused by it, I didn't understand it. I know the earth has a soul. It has a pure soul essence. And I've known that from the early 80s because this has been part of the higher self information that, that we received from Joan Culpepper. And, but I just didn't understand what it, why would I see the slave trade? I just didn't understand it. And so when I went in, and I want to share this with you, this is what the higher self said. They said, even though the evolutionary process of the planet is different than the souls that move from the mineral, the plant, the animal, the human, etc., it's you can view it in a, in a similar way so that when I go in and I'm working a healing on someone, I bring, you guys remember, I bring everybody into the forever now moment. And this forever now moment encompasses the totality of our soul process. For those of you listeners that are new, uh, you'll see if you go back and you'll listen to some of the others, the, listen to the other shows. I use this, in, this, energetic space that encompasses the totality of our soul process so that when I do the healing on whatever the issue or the pattern is that's showing up in the life that the listener, the caller, or whatever has asked me to help with or the person who comes to the meetup or my client or whatever, I'm pulling from the totality of the soul so that I'm seeing, I'm picking up threads of lifetimes, of experiences, of events, of patterns that come from the totality of the journey, not just the journey, not just right now, not just this life, not just one experience in this life. So the higher self said that the same thing was happening with the soul of the planet, even though it's a different unfoldment and it, 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 works differently, that just to know that the entirety of the existence of the planet itself, it has gone through many experiences, many events, many everything, and that it is caring at the soul level, just like you and I and all of us are caring at the soul level. So... That made sense to me. And if you remember, I did bring the planet into the forever now moment. I didn't fully grasp it. I was trying to get the visual and, you know, but I was struggling with the size of the planet and all of that. And I'm working through it because, again, this is the first time I've done it. It was the first time I, I had done it. So I'm sure each time I do, it'll get smoother and smoother. You guys, I'm sure you, you're very familiar with that. And it's because I do get new information all the time, new, I see things differently. I'm always expanding because I try very hard, and this is why I encourage all of you, not to lock into something. Because as I just said earlier, when we lock into something in the moment of belief, a viewpoint, what a truth, anything, whatever we lock into, we lock out the expansion that would come tomorrow, next week, whatever. So, this brings me to this dark energy that I've been starting to do the healings on the radio show for myself, for my clients, for friends and family, whatever, whoever I'm working on. Now, you guys probably, the ones that have heard me before, you're aware that in the last few weeks, I don't 
I don't remember whether I'm pretty sure it started before I took the two days in December off. I'm pretty sure it started before that. It's been, I think, a couple of months by now. And I want to talk about it because this, too, speaks to not locking into something. And it's pretty fascinating. Now, when I started, when I very first started, first I got the Forever Now moment. That was maybe a year ago. Then I got the, I I don't know, I don't know the whole process, but I used to do the expansion of the now moment to the forever now moment. Then I would do the pure soul essence expanding, and then I would focus on the higher self, and then we would bring in the amalgamation of the originating source. But at some point, guess what? If you guys remember, especially some of those, I know there's quite a few of you that really listen to this show fairly regularly. If you remember, those of you, and if those of you don't, I then started bringing the time-space continuum of the forever now moment into the originating source. Now, okay, when I first did it, I called the, I, I just had us move into the originating stores instead of just saying, now we're amalgamated with it, okay? When I first moved us into, in quotes, the originating source, I called it the pure soul essence. But it didn't feel quite right to me. I called it the pure soul essence, but I didn't, because I didn't have another word. And you guys are familiar how I can struggle with words, all right? Because sometimes this information is, we don't have such a great vocabulary for it all the time. So it takes time for me to, to get the word sometimes. Then at some point, and in this pure soul essence was this dark energy, okay? Didn't know what it was, saw that it was dark, knew it wasn't bad or evil, but saw it was dark. And then, you know, just kept working with it, just did as best I could each section, each time I was on the radio show, each session. And it, I don't know how what exactly came on the radio show versus in other clients because with clients, because every time I use the energy, it might expand a little bit, and I'm not sure exactly what I have. But anyway, first call it the pure soul essence. Then I call it the depth soul. I don't know if it was on the radio that I called it the depth soul, but I call it the depth soul for a while because I, the depth soul is the part of the, the soul level that is the part of the soul, and I'm going to explain what the soul is according to the higher self and what the mind is after I finish this. So you'll know better, but the depth soul is kind of the oldest aspect of our soul, and so it's been around from the beginning, and it's very wise, and it's very, it's it's experienced almost every life. I don't know how to explain it exactly. I should have brought the definition, but in any case, it's kind of that very deep part of the soul and but that wasn't quite right either although it had a thread of accuracy to it the next thing i started calling this area was the womb of the originating source i know it's too weird why the womb? Because I felt the energy to be gestational in nature, energy that would give birth. And I felt it was the energy that was so old. It was like the oldest part of the originating source. And it was that part that gave birth to the universe as we know it. Okay. And I saw this energy. And I think if you, I think I, I said some of this on the show past shows, that it had this innate drive to express, to discover, to experience, to expand, to grow. And it felt very much like it was an energy that would accelerate the healings. Because working with the the dark light, working with the white light, worked simultaneously. And and it did, I wasn't, and I'm still not completely sure about they're all divine energies, and it's only dark energy or dark light more because it's the unknown 
not because it's bad. It's all part of the divine. It's just, I guess it's a way in sense to distinguish it as being different. But you'll see in a minute. Anyway, I felt that it accelerated the healings because it would work simultaneously on the physical body. Not only the body we have now, but the bodies we've had in all of our lives. Okay? It also worked simultaneously on the soul mind, on the etheric part of us. And it would neutralize, it would dissolve, it would disarm, it would do whatever was needed and necessary at the physical and the soul mind level, while also simultaneously empowering an emergence of the new self, so to speak, of the healthier, more balanced person, place, or thing. So it was simultaneously doing the 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 neutralizing and the empowering in a very deep level. Now, let me give you a very interesting example. I was working with this energy on this, the last meetup I had, and there was a gentleman there that came in with a crutch. He he could walk, but he was, you know, he had a bad leg. And he, I don't even remember now what his issue was. Uh, I do remember, but it's not important. I want you to just see what what happened. I brought us all in, and I'm working with this. I mean, I mean, I I brought us all into one accord in the meetup, and I brought us into this dark energy space, this womb of originating source, the part of originating source, this powerful energy of creation i brought us in there and when i did the this gentleman he was so interesting i don't remember the whole healing but i did i did see this mixture of the dark and the light it doesn't combine it works together but it doesn't merge so i'm seeing the dark and the light almost like little like bubbles, or I, I keep calling it scrubbing bubbles, but I'm really thinking I've seen way too many ads on TV. But in any case, I saw it going into the past now of his soul, and it started working on his animal nature. And I'm thinking, you know, his experiences as an animal, I've never seen that as clearly as this time. This energy was working on some animal lifetimes, and I saw it fairly high-level animal lifetimes, like as a dog. I saw it as, um, I saw him as a dog-like animal, and I think a lot of these lifetimes were not on this planet at all, but because it was so old. But he experienced as an animal tremendous cruelty, tremendous cruelty and tremendous suffering, and he was crippled. He was crippled. So I saw this energy working on this. And what he did was when he brought, when he graduated into the human kingdom, some of this uh, very difficult part of his animal nature came through. And he'd had this some sort uh, often in his life, not all of his life, certainly, because we don't, we don't do that. We do experience really good lives. I just tend to get the negative ones because I'm working to heal those. Uh, whatever we're carrying from those lives. And so those are the ones that come up. But in any case, he carried it in at the animal nature. It was animal level. It was very interesting. But I do feel like this energy, this dark energy, really helped me focus in on what he had experienced eons ago, eons of eons ago, that was he, he he may not be conscious at all of any kind of cruelty. Maybe he never had any cruelty in this life, but it's still under there. Remember, it's still under there, guys. Still operational, even when we don't have it in the com- conscious mind. Because how can we possibly have everything we've experienced in the conscious mind? We can't. We just can't. So... Anyway, so I worked on that, but I was trying to say this energy is really a great energy. Well, this past weekend, for about a week or two, or three, I don't remember, ever since I started getting this dark energy, I started to think, I wonder if it has anything to do with dark matter. Because this little 
science person. I mean, I'm not really a scientist in any way, but I've always been interested in science. So, but I've never done much more than read about it. I took some science classes way back when, but it's I'm really not knowledgeable about anything. So, I just <laughs> I think I have just enough knowledge to be dangerous in the scientific arena, but in any case, I remember the term dark matter. And I went to Google, don't you know, and I said, okay, dark matter, what is it? Thinking maybe this dark energy had to do with dark matter. And I'm thinking, could it? So I look in dark matter and guess what it says? It says, not to be confused with dark energy. And I'm like, what? You mean there is a dark energy? And I was going, whoa. So off I go into Google and look up dark energy. And here's what it says. In physical cosmology and astronomy, dark energy is an unknown form of energy which permeates all of space and tends to accelerate the expansion of the universe. Dark energy is the most accepted hypothesis to explain the observations since the 1990s indicating that the universe is expanding at an accelerating rate. And that was the feeling that I had from the dark energy, as I just mentioned, that it was an accelerant, that it was innately expanding, reaching, growing, discovering, giving birth, the womb, and that it had given birth to the universe. And I have it. I I don't understand it still, but I definitely couldn't believe it when I read this. So this isn't quote-unquote proof because it's never about proof for me. People can argue all day long about proof. What is important is that the energy, whatever energies that we use, are helpful, that they, whatever we call them, maybe Next week, I'm not going to call it dark energy anymore. I'm going to call it something completely different and find that it's completely unrelated to the dark energy here. It's not about proof. Interestingly enough, though, I just remembered that said that dark energy was estimated, I mean, because it's just theorized to be 68% of the universe. Wow. Pretty amazing. It's a, a lot of energy, and I saw it as vast easily fits in the time-space continuum, don't you know? And I'm sure, and I also have said that we all carry it, and we do, because it feels like creative life force energy, energy that creates, that gives birth, that brings into manifestation, that brings into expression. So whether or not I'm going to call it dark energy next week or next year, it's not important to me, but I just found that to be pretty fascinating. And so that's it. But Now, I do want to talk to you about the soul. Now, my second book that I'm working on is all about the soul, and I call it Soul Psychology, Our Journey Through the Human Kingdom Universe. Of course, I'm not going to unfold the whole book on the show. It's a long book, and it's not a... I I wouldn't have time to unfold it on the show in any case, but I do want to talk about the soul a little bit because it it will make a little bit more sense, I think, when you think about the healing that I did on the earth. And here's the deal. We have a soul and we have a mind. Okay. Now, these two terms are very common, okay? And they're defined from different directions. Some are de- some philosophies define them, some religions, science even have some input on that, I believe. And for me, whenever I define a term, whenever I talk on the show, it's going to be the higher self information. All right. So that's what I'm going to share. Now, the the mind is the is an aspect of the soul of the current life. It's like a newborn body. We come in as a newborn and when we the soul that we carry is a an aspect, just like you've heard me say, well, maybe you haven't, I can't remember. The originating source gave birth to expressions, all of us, as minerals first, 
So each mineral was an aspect of originating source. So the mind is the, it's the, it's the, how we process, learn, grow, like the newborn. From the time a newborn is, we're born as babies, we're processing through touch and feel and sight and hearing and taste. We're processing and learning about our environment. Well, the mind is an aspect of the soul that comes in like a newborn, inexperienced, and it goes through the life and learns and grows and becomes more and more aware. When we die, we lay aside the body, and that aspect, that soul aspect that we that was the mind of this life becomes part of the conglomerate soul. So the soul, you could view the soul as the totality of the minds of the past, including the mind, in quote, including the experiences from the mineral, plant, animal kingdom. It's the totality of all of the aspects that were given birth in lifetime after lifetime, whether we can grasp that or not. Now, the mind of this life in the human kingdom is very, is much easier to understand than to understand or conceive of the mind of a, a mineral or a plant. So, But I don't want you to get hung up about all of that because in time that information will be forthcoming. However, I wanted to talk about the mind and the soul because that's where my healings, what my healings are dealing with. The soul is very, a huge part of us. And I use the analogy of the ocean in my book. And I want to explain uh, the this analogy. If you view the soul mind, because they're always connected as the ocean, the mind is like the, the top of the ocean. It's where we dive and swim and and sail. And it's the the experience and the what's happening in the known world so to speak underneath that those top waters you could view it as the soul and they the, the underneath part of the ocean just like the scientists are really trying to understand the totality of the ocean my book the soul psychology book is really trying to bring to the readers the totality of how the soul affects us because they work together. They, it's the soul level that's where the free will is. And when the aspect of the mind is born into new life and it's learning and growing, it is being fed, being uh, directed. A lot of influence comes from at the soul level. We, when we're born into the current mind, we come in deaf, dumb, and blind. We have no memory of why we're there, what, what we've chosen to be, or what we've, we've decided to do while we're here. What, what are we, what are we going to learn? So we go through life fairly clueless, for the most part, at least in the beginning, as to why, what's going on in our life. But trust me, there are reasons why we're here. And as we become more and more aware at the mind level, we begin, at least those of you who are on, listen to the show for sure, and many, many other millions around the planet, because certainly I don't have a very wide audience at this point, uh, but there's so much material out there for people to learn from. And so there's many that are really seeking and searching and trying to become more aware. And that's, that's always a good thing. Now, the the evolution of the soul in the mineral, plant, and animal level, for the most part, requires a change in physical body. And if you look at the plants, you'll see, you know, there's the algae, and then you have grasses, but you have trees, and you have flowers, and you have, you know, uh, fruits and vegetables, and you have much variety of plants the more complicated the the physical body is an indicator that it's more it's gone up the levels of the of evolutionary frequency levels in the plant kingdom well the same as in, in the animal kingdom 
you know, you start out as like one cell amoebas and then you go in, you've got sponges and corals and you've got, you know, all sorts of fish and birds and all sorts of animals. And then the higher evolutionary frequency levels of animals, you would find elephants, um, <laughs> dogs, dolphins, that sort of thing, uh, apes, chimpanzees. And so it's the evolutionary frequency is reflected in the change of the physical body. In the human kingdom, however, it is about awareness. So it's not the physical body so much that changes as the whole idea of expanding one's awareness. Now, sometimes we, you know, you might not quite get this because sometimes we think of awareness as either it's there or it's not, like we're clueless. And so we tend to see it as on polarities or either or. And what I want you to just kind of think about is that it's really a continuum. And it started back at the mineral level. And, of course, minerals, they don't have an awareness that we can see. We, we do see levels in awareness. We see gems and crystals, they would be more highly at the higher frequency level than, say, basalt or something like that, any other kind of uh, rocks. So the so awareness at the early stages, plants, we don't think of plants as having that much awareness. However, once we get to the animal kingdom, you can really begin to see in the higher frequency animals, like the dogs, et cetera, that there is more and more awareness. And there's some animals that can actually, uh, that actually understand that when they look in the mirror, they're seeing themselves. Or when they see themselves in the mirror, they look to the back behind the mirror to see where the animal is behind the mirror. So that's an awareness that not, you know, a sponge or a coral wouldn't have. Amoeba certainly wouldn't have it. And when we get to the uh, human kingdom, a lot of our journey past the very, very early stages is the expansion of awareness. And we go through lifetime after lifetime at the mind level, learning and growing and experiencing. And then when we die, that folds into the conglomerate soul and adds all that has been learned, believed, thought, experienced, felt it moves into that conglomerate soul and the the as we move through the human kingdom universe that awareness grows and grows and grows and grows and grows until we until we get ready to move on to the next physical dimension which is the fifth dimension in any case, I'm not going to get into that today because I have to go very soon, but I did want to talk to you about that. So in the planet, to go back to the Earth for just a minute, the higher self, as I mentioned, said, think of the planet as a soul like any other, like the human souls that I've been writing about, I've been working with, and I, it's been a big part of my um self-help arena that I've been unfolding. They said, just think about it like that. It's a soul that carries the totality of its journey. And that's why I'm getting the slave trade, because it's carrying the experiences of that slave trade on it. Now, if you remember in the Pacific Rim, I saw, I didn't know what to make of it, but I did see the Ainu of Japan and the Aboriginals in Australia what I didn't say, mainly because of time, was I saw Java Man. Now, Java Man was discovered, I don't know how many, I don't know how many decades ago. It was early man before Homo sapiens and was found somewhere in the Orient. I don't know exactly where. And I saw Java Man come up. So there was something, it was such a, conglomerate of a lot of stuff going on. I was pressed for time and I didn't have enough time, especially because I'm still confused at this point about what's happening. I didn't I didn't fully move into why am I getting some of this very early man stuff because I know it must have had 
there was a reason for it to be there and maybe there was something I needed to clear. My guess is that the energy was clearing it anyway. I don't have to direct every single thing. It's divine energy. It knows what it's supposed to do. And I think that whatever healing happened must have, you know, there was some healing no matter whether I understood it or not. As I said, we don't have to believe something. We don't have to understand it all. We just start where we start and then I just kind of unleashed all that incredible energy on it and that's what it did it just i'm sure it was fine anyway that's why the planet carries its own soul whether we can understand it or not i can't i haven't gotten enough information to share with you yet about the planet soul and how all of that works but the higher self said you know you don't have to understand that just understand that when i'm working on the planet it will just like with any person that I'm working on, it's going to bring forth areas of the soul that need to be addressed. Pain, suffering, sorrow, tension, fear, uh, whatever, uh, confusion. Whatever comes up, I'm supposed to just flow with, which as I'm pretty probably convinced you guys, I will. And so, when, but next time, because the earth has had such a long history and because I don't want to be rushed, I thought I think working on three parts of the earth for the first time was really way too much. So I'm going to probably just pick one part. I'm just going to ask the higher self to lead me to whatever part would be, you know, a high priority to work on. And I'll just go for the, with the flow on that level. In any case, again, I do have to go pretty soon. So I want to remind everybody to please, if you have questions, you probably have a ton after you just heard me, email me at Janet at JanetRichmond.com or call in 646-668-8565. It can be a comment, a question, uh you can even criticize me. I mean, you can do whatever you want because it's always food for thought. And I will always respond related to the higher self information as best I can. But if I don't have an answer, if I don't have a all the information or I can't fill all the gaps, I'll at least give you what I've got. And again, also, if you want healing, please, that is always uh, always available for anybody who wishes to to do a healing. Let me just check and see, because I've kind of written a few bullet points. I want to make sure that I, I've covered. All right. I think I've covered just about everything. Okay. One thing I didn't discuss was what the higher self said about 2015, and I think I have just enough time to speak on it. And But maybe not, because I want to discuss the evolutionary thrust, which is the what's happening now as the originating source itself prepares to go through to another big jump in its own evolutionary existence, and that Thrust is pulling us all along with it because it's originating source of all there is. So we're all part of it. So we're all in this evolutionary thrust. But to give it really fair shake, I think I'm going to do it next week. And then after you understand the evolutionary thrust a little better, you'll understand more about the 2015 what the higher self said about 2015. And it's really not just about 2015. It's just kind of good information in any case, whether you decide it has to do with the month of January or 2015 or the next decade. It's good information no matter what. And because everything is organic and we're opening and expanding and moving up into awareness on a moment-to-moment basis, I I think it's just terrific information anyway, and that's why I want to give it to you all, because it's it's not just about 2015, although that's 
that's the impetus for the higher self to say to me, you know, you might want to explain this, that, or the other. And But it isn't just about that. Okay. I think I'm going to end now. I have to go to the other side of the hill, which, depending on traffic, can be a long journey. And I also have to grab a short bite to eat before I go, so I won't be hungry by the time I get there. And so, again, thank you, everybody, for being a part of this show with me. And please get involved. I really, you can direct me in a lot of ways. And I really want to be here for you because the higher self-information is really there for all of us. Not just for me to know, but to share. And I know in the past, when with what I've worked with people and for me, in general, what's been interesting, what hasn't been, but I have a limited limited experience because with my general, when as I've gone out in this new career, I've restricted myself more or less to the self-help portion of the information. And so I'm not exactly sure what is going to be so interesting to everybody else related to the other part. All, all of this new stuff that I'm saying. Again, you, I may not have any questions for a few weeks, even a couple, three months, because people will get used to hearing it more and more about it, and then maybe questions will be generated. But even if I don't talk about something and you have a general question, there chances are I yourself say something about it. So any question you have in your life, you can ask me. Okay? Really, guys, Janet at JanetRichmond.com. Anyway, I'm so appreciative of you guys all being in my life. And I guess I'm going to say have a great week until next Wednesday. All right. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at JanetRichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints.